This is Gemara and Irvin Daf Memches, learning for this week, the week of the Seris Mechuvah, sponsored as a Chosfu Shlemo Yisrael Chaim Ben Yehudis, as well as, of course, all our Chidim Yudimim, Ben Yikir, Menev Ben Lirich, Avron Chaim Vitachaim, Ben Sarsham Sibri, Yisrael 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 just uh, in case everyone has been realizing, we're trying to get the Yishurim up a little bit. I know that, uh, you know, Yontif season gets quite busy, Yom Kippur, and then to Sukkot, so we're going to try to, you know, quickly get everything up a little bit earlier, in case anyone wants to get a little bit ahead of the game, to give themselves some breathing room as we go into Yontif. Let's pick it up from the bottom of Mzayin and Mubbez. We're going to read that last story one more time. We read it a drop slower. We read it a little bit fast. End of yesterday's shir. And then we will go straight into today's shir. Says the Gemara, Hanu Dichri. There was these Dechri, these Elim, these Rams. Again, excuse me, we're on the bottom of Zion, my base, about ten lines from the bottom. There were Dechri, the Aslam of Rechasa, they came from Rechasa, Shalu, Ravala, Mene, Machuzla, Mizvi, and Hayu. Rav allowed them to buy them. Now, exactly what was going on over here, as if we should have actually just seen Rashi, always Rashi makes things easier. Rashi over here says they came from Machuza. Therefore, what? Let's look at Rashi directly across, which is, Ira Smuchel and Berchas, which is a city that's close by. It's within the 4,000 Amois of this city. And Rabba allowed them, That's the Nekuda. The guy who brought it from outside the Chum, still Rabba said he allowed to purchase these animals, like a Savar. Chav Seinachrim, Ein Koinim Shvisa, Rabba held, seemingly that they don't have a Shvisa, they don't have a dwelling place, they're allowed to buy them, because they're not bound by any one Shvisa, any one dwelling place, because they were belonging to Gaim. So, Sharli Rabba, the name of Chuzim is Vinayu. Amrli Ravina, the Rabba, my Daitach, what are you talking about? I'm Ravina, the Rabba, Chav Seinachrim, Ein Koinim Shvisa. They do not, is the reason because you hold Chav Seinachrim, do not claim a Shvisa. We baskin not like that. We baskin like Rav Yechran. Why? As we saw, Xerah Bailam did not create the Bailam the Israel. That's the reason. So why you rub? Are you allowing them to purchase these animals? You seemingly said you're allowed to buy them. Why? Because they don't have a Shvisa, they don't have a dwelling place. Why? Because. But we go there, that the yes, so the yes, get 2,000 amas, and they left their rishos. Says the Gemara, a different reason, not because the items of a guy do not get a shvisa. The reason here is, is because they were put inside the city walls. And whenever something is dropped inside the city walls, like we saw in the Mishnah, we saw a few days ago, that said, we go with our Gamliel, that once it goes within walls, it gets the din of the whole city, gets one big Dalit Amos. So too over here, once the guy brought it into the city called Berchasa, the whole city is like, that is the reason why they were allowed to go and get these animals. Says the Gemara, what last line, You have a cherem. What's a cherem? You have a metzudastagim, Rashi says. You have a fishnet. You have a little stream, a little fishnet, with a little bit of water, that's snack in the middle of two techumim. You have one techum that goes here, another techum that goes here. Snack in the middle, you got this fish, you got this pond of water. Says the Gemara, what do you do? Sarich, moving along to Memchesim and Aleph, you need a machitza shel barzel. You need an iron partition to split down this river. Let's see Rashi for one moment. Rashi Mamzayin Mabiz. Rashi here teaches us. Rashi is a little bit backlogged. Rashi says Sarich lasses machitza shel barzel. It's the last narrow line on Mamzayin Mabiz. Rashi says you need to make a machitza barzel shloyavru ma'ir shalchum zelos tochum zeh. So the water from one tochum doesn't go into the other tochum. 
So whole mashup sayt khoma ear ain't going to shvisa bin mukaimai leaves like mukaimai alpaim amal kol ruach elobasi ear gar it goes after the city so that which is in this side has to stay on this side that which is in this side has to go into that side they move sayt khom ain't yakhalaz misham misham so if you want to use this water on Shabbos, you got to split the water down the middle. Because if you don't split the water, then the water is all mixed together, as the Gemara is going to explain in a moment. And water from this side is going to water to that side. And then people from this Tchum are not going to take the water because it's coming from outside their Tchum. So again, let's see the Gemara. The Gemara said you got to make them chasam and all top line. you got to make an iron curtain, an iron partition inside this little fish pond, not seeking to split it up. started laughing. Says the Gemara, what are you laughing for? You're laughing. There's a reason you're laughing. Why are you laughing? Now the Gemara is going to try to extensively prove, you see how important every action is. started laughing. So the Gemara says, ah, you're laughing about this. Then there must be something wrong here. Let's figure it out. Says the Gemara, my time if it's because we learned like Rabbi Yechman Nuri Lechomra, the Yusviyah like Rabbanan Lekula, and he's going with Rabbanan Lekula, we should discover Lekula, man, the Tani Lechomra Mechayichla. Ah, so you're going with a different opinion. You went with the opinion of Yechman Nuri, and he's being Mekel. Or the opposite, I'm sorry. This Raisa is being Machmer like Rabbi Yechman Nuri, and you really all like Rabbanan Lekula. And therefore, you start laughing? I don't understand. There could be other opinions in the world. I'll me show them a different reason. The time you learned in a Raisa, we have rivers and streams and springs. They go with the feet of any person who ever picks them up. And therefore, that's what was bothering him. Very good, the water is mixing around, but this is an empty pond. So this pond should go that whoever picks it up should be who, the owner of the person who picks it up. And it shouldn't necessarily bother us that it came from the other side of the Tzchum. Let's take one more moment. Let's again go back over here to Rashi on. Again, Rashi's on the wrong moment over here. Rashi says on Memzayinam Abayz Inam Yishadana Likaviyach Manur Lechomer Vila Kula Savar Mishan Zirle Yilakula Kotanani Lechomer Mechayechalei. Again, we're looking at Rashi right now. Memzayinam Abayz four lines of the brown bitmiya. Again, that's just those were the two opinions. Whoever wanted to see those, that was the Rashi. Let's continue over here. Says the Gemara. You know what the reason is? Because rivers you're allowed to draw from. So he's laughing. Rizrachlin is laughing. Why do you need this iron partition? Says the Gemara. Maybe that was only by. When the water was collected together, and not in this case, says the Gemara, El Misham, you know what the reason is? The reason is, Diktani Sarach Mechitza Shalbarzal. You know what he was laughing? He was upset, because why do you need an iron Mechitza? You need a Mechitza Shalbarzal Afsikai. Omaishna Kanim Deloy. Why can you use a partition made out of reeds? You know why? Dael Bohumaya. Because if you use a partition made of reeds, what's going to happen? The water goes through. Says the Gemara, I don't understand. Says Yisrochnini, he's laughing. Vishal barzal nami ayla If you make a partition made of iron, the water is also going to go through. Why is the water also going to go through? I'm sure everyone is wondering, what do you mean? Iron is not uh, something that water travels through. So the top Rashi over here points out, you know why? Mitatoi. Underneath it. 
Because whenever we say a mechitza, explains Rashi, the stam mechitza is ten tefachim. So when he said you need an iron mechitza, it means you need a ten tefach iron mechitza. How far down does this water go? More than ten tefachim. So very good, you have an iron mechitza down ten tefachim, but underneath that ten tefachim, the water is traveling back and forth. So Yisrochanun is busy laughing. You're building iron partitions. What are you doing? Just put in reeds over there. You're going to tell me because reeds, the water goes back and forth. Over here, the water goes back and forth also. Back, back into the Gemara. The Dilma. The Dilma says Maybe maybe it's true. Maybe you need it. But there's no way to fix it. Meaning, maybe you need to put an iron wall all the way down to the floor, and you can't. You know why not? Because there's a special kula that the Chachamim said by water. Well, this is a statement that we've seen extensively many times. We saw it in Gmar Shabbos. We've seen it in Gmar Irvin. What is the halacha of mechitza tzliya hanging mechitza? You have a partition that goes from the top down. It doesn't reach all the way to the floor. Will that allow you to carry inside a chorba inside a desolate building? Amrlein, we responded. Ein mechitza tzliya mataris ella bemayim. It's a special kula only for water. And that is the reason why it works. And that is the reason why over here it would work as well. A special kula that we allowed. The water to work, a machita to to work in water. And that is how Rashi explains it. And that is the Gemara that's going on over here, which is machita of Barzel inside this little pond. Says the Gemara, Back in the Mishnah, what did the Chachamim teach us? The Chachamim, we had a machlekis, Chachamim and Yechem and Uri, even discussing extensively the opinion of Yechem and Uri, that said a sleeping person is kind of shvisa, that's how we got into the last two daf of discussion. The Chachamim argue, the Chachamim say you're sleeping, you're not kind of shvisa, you do not acquire a dwelling place. Rather, what do you get? You only get your Dalit Amis. And then Rabbi Yehuda came along, and the Mishnah had a bunch of opinions, says the Gemara, actually, you know what, it's Kedai, let's go back for a moment, let's go back for one moment, everyone go back at their Gemaras, we're going to go back on screen over here to show the Mishnah to see all the different opinions. Says the Mishnah on Memheya Aleph, on the bottom of Memheya Aleph, the Mishnah said, Misha Yashin Baderech Sonu is sleeping. Manuri says, You're sleeping? You get 2,000 Amis? That has been the discussion for the last three blots. That's what we're holding right now. So the Chavim said you get four Amas. Rav Lazar said you get four Amas and you're smack in the middle. Two on this side and two on this side. Rav Yehuda, you could go whichever way you want. So let's, with, with those words in front of us, let's just explain what the Gemara's question is about to be. The Rav Yehuda is seemingly mimicking and repeating the words of the Chachamim. The Chachamim said you get four Amas. And Rav Yehuda said you get four Amas in any direction you want. Seemingly that is the exact same opinion as the Chachamim. Let's go back to what we're holding on Memchas and Aleph. Memchas Amid Aleph says the Gemara one more time. The Chacham Noim remain lo ela arba amos. Rabbi Yehuda ain't no Tanakama. Rabbi Yehuda is this opinion of the Tanakama. Amar Rava Shmaina Shmaina Yikbeinayu. No, eight by eight is the difference. The Rabbi Yehuda says you get four in either direction. I'm sorry. The Tanakama said you get four in either direction, and Rabbi Yehuda is saying you don't get four in either direction. You only get one direction four. Whichever way you choose, you get four in that way, which is a much bigger chumrah. The Tanakhama, the Chachamim, is in every direction, which means you're standing here, and it's a four ama, which really means an eight ama. So you have four ama radius, which means an eight ama, the yamener, four ama in either direction, all the way around. The view that said only in one direction. Tanami Achi, we see this in a rise, and Yishlai Shemaina, Al Shemaina, 
Divi Rameir, Rameir learns you get eight by eight, which of course we always know, Sam Mishnah is like Rameir. So the Tanakhama, Ramishnah, we're assuming he's like Rameir, you get eight by eight. Vamarava, Machlaik is Lahalik. The whole Machlaik is how much you have is only with regard to walking. You can never carry more than four. Rin is a rabbin, let's remind yourself. Rin is a rabbin. So to walk, that's the Shiloh. Where's your tchum? Do you get four amis to walk or do you get eight amis to walk? Comes like Rabbin. Rabbin says, let's remember. When it comes to carry, of course you can never carry more than four amis in Rishas Rabbin. Vani Dalit Amis, hey where do we know these Dalit Amis? Now this line of the Gemara is a very, very important line. We've discussed tens of times probably. Dalit Amis, Shaladim, Shalayu, we had in the beginning of Gemara, and in the beginning of Gemara and Shabbos, that to carry within your own four Amis is always mutter, is no Isser to carry in Rishas Ram within your four Amis. We've seen ideas of carrying Pachis, Pachis, Bidalit Amis, so that you don't carry the requisite shear. This Gemara, according to the Rambam, is the Makar for all of that. This Gemara that's about to teach us that the Dalit Amis that you have, as we're about to see in a moment, the Rambam learns this is the Makar that you could carry within your Dalit Amis. So let's see the Gemara. Says the Gemara, Rabbani Dalit Amis, where do we see this concept of Dalit Amis? Person should dwell there, should remain there. He should sit like his bottom. How much is his bottom? Well, not really his bottom. Really, how much area he takes up. Gufai, when he lies down, his shalish amis, the average person is about three amis, about six feet. They say a five to six feet, four and a half to six feet. The ama, and another, and that's six feet, so where do you have four amis? And an additional ama, they lift your yadav raglav, to spread out your hands, spread out your hands and your feet at either end, you get an extra ama, that's where a mayor learns, they get four amis. Rav Yudaimer, Gufai, shalish amis. And get an extra amma, you want to move things around, you're lying down, you want to move something from your head to put it by your feet, that's the fourth amma. My Benayu, what is the practical difference in Ramey and Rabbi Benayu, Arba Amis, Mitzum Samais? Do we, do we, are we precise with the measurement? Ramey is going to tell you yes, whereas Rabbi Yudah is going to tell you no, he's going to be a little more liberal with the measurements. Let's see, actually let's make sure we got that right. Rabbi Yudah, Mitzum Samais, I don't remember which way I just said it. Could be I said it backwards. Review this says you get precise for Amos. For Amir, Gedolais, the picture of Yadayim, Raglaim, Yisem, Amu. Because it's a little bit more when you spread out your hands and feet. So Amir says a little bit more than four. And review this says a precisely four. Says the Gemara, Amalim, Rashash, Lebrei, Kailis, Kamid, Rapapa, when you go in front of Rapapa, Boy, Mine, ask him the following question. Arba Amo, Sha'amru, Ba'ama, Dideya, Vinalei, Oiba Amo, Shal Kadesh, Yavinalei. What type of Amo? Is the Amma subjective or is the Amma a, a uniform Amma? As Rashi points out, let's see Rashi, a very important Rashi, when we discuss Amis, Rashi over here says, Shal Kadesh, Lachol Adam Amis Shabbat Vav Every person, it's never going to make a difference whether you're big, whether you're small. There was a special measuring stick in the base of Megdash, the Mida Amasli Shal Maisha Rabbeinu, which was six Tvachim tall. So says the Gemara, when we say Amma over here, what do we mean? Do we mean the Amma of either person, whether tall or whether short? Or do we mean the Amma of Hagdish, the Amma of Kadish, the Amma of the Bisa Migdash, which was six Tfachim, meaning is it 24 Tfachim? Or is it as big as the person is? Imam says the Gemara. But I mean, again, one more time, Aram Shamma of Amma, the day of Yinale of Amma, Shel Kadish, Yinale. E Amr Lachabam, Shel Kadish, Yinale. Oigmel Chabash, Mate Allah. If you're going to tell me that it's a uniform 24 Tvachim, what about Oik? Oik is much bigger. He's not going to fit inside these four Amas. And if you're going to tell me it's his own Amas, 
So why didn't we list this with the b'risa that says, Gabi Yeshamru, there's a b'risa that says, there are those that say, that everything is subjective with the person. Meaning, that is the quintessential b'risa that lists all the cases and actually this is very time sensitive. As Rashi, you look at Rashi, Gabi Yeshamru, Rashi says, Whenever we know that if someone is sick, someone is sick and he needs to eat, sometimes in childbirth, sometimes an elderly person, what do they do? The less than Malay Lugma, less than the Shear, within the amount of time to eat. Six minutes, nine minutes, five minutes, whatever it is. But Malay Lugma, the cheek fill is subjective. It goes with each person. Sometimes we'll just tell a person a generic number because it's hard sometimes to measure. So, but the Gemara here says that if this measurement was subjective and each person was different, it should have listed it in that Mishnah, that list, the Mishnah in Galen, Berkezai, that lists all the cases which are subjective. And it didn't. So Gemara says, what is it? We have questions either way. Interesting statement about Papa. If you're so precise, you're never going to have any Mishnahis. You're always going to find issue if you're, if you're nitpicking so much. Says Rapaba, Really, it's subjective. You want to know why we don't listen to that price? Because it's not clear cut, meaning it does not fit every single case. It is subjective and it goes by each person. However, there's one case that we don't go subjective. If someone is a midget, if someone is very small, then we do not go with his subjective ama, and rather in that case we'll give him a larger ama, which will be the ama of the base of Migdash, and that's why we did not list it in that Mishnah that lists all the cases which are subjective. Says the Gemara, There are two people, there were two people sitting, and their tchums overlap in the middle. And then Rav Shimon and the Mishnah taught us that we have th- three chatzirahs and, and their tchumim overlap. Let's see what's going on over here. Says the Gemara about ten lines on the bottom, and chesem it off. Rav Shimon came along and said, what's this case comparable? The Mishnah said, two people, their tchums are overlapping. Then the Mishnah said, you have three people. And the two outside people make a tchum with the inside guy. So they can carry with the inside guy, but the two outside guys cannot carry with each other. Says of Shimon, what's this comparable? It's a case of a chatzar. Says Gemara of Shimon, what are you helping? It's the exact same case. Why are you teaching me that? Says Gemara, this Rav Shimon saying, so what is this comparable? Three chatiris that are open to each other, and they're open into Rishas Rabbim. Rabbanan, would you argue on me in the case of the chatiris? When there are three chatiris and they open into Rishas Rabbim, and the two outside guys make an air with the middle guy, and we said that they can carry with the middle guy, but the two outside guys cannot carry with each other, in that case, you the Rabbanan argue. So why don't you argue in the case of the three people? Answers the Rabbanan, Rabbanan. You know why? Because there's a lot of people. There's a lot of people. Each chatzar can have multiple houses opening inside of it, as we know. We have the houses into the chatzaris. The chatzaris open into the rabbim. So we have three chatzaris. Each chatzar can have multiple people opening into it. Say the rabbana in that case, I do not allow even the people from the outside chatzaris to carry with the middle chatzar. You know why? Because Avshid Yurim is too many people and they could come to make mistakes. They could come to carry too much. They could come to carry with the outside. Something can end up being transferred, right? We said in the Mishnah that outside guy can carry with the middle guy, but he can't take the outside guy's item and bring it to the other person. Says there's a lot of people, I'm nervous, that's why I argue in that case, but in this case, we're just three singular people sitting in the street, over there, it's not too many people, so I do not argue in that case. So the Mishnah continued and said that the two outside guys cannot carry with each other. Say the Gemara, what's the reason? I don't understand. 
The two outside guys meet in the air with the middle guy. Havaluchado. So they should all be considered one entity. If they're all considered one entity, why can't they carry with each other? Very simply, the outside guys meet in the air with the middle guy. So we said in the mission of the outside guys can carry with the middle guy, the middle guy can carry with the outside guys. But we said the two outside guys cannot carry with each other. Ask the Gemara, I don't understand. If they meet in the air with the middle guy, they should all be considered one large entity. They should all be able to carry with each other. The Gemara now has two answers. Amr Yudah. First answer. The read, the says of you, know why? Because it's not that the outside guys made air with the middle guy. The middle guy! I'm sitting here in the middle and I make an ear with you guy on the right and I'm sitting here and I make an ear with you guy on the left. So you guys on the outside never made an ear with me and therefore says Rabbi Yudah that's the reason why we're not all considered one entity. Therefore you can carry with me, I can carry with you, but you guys cannot carry with each other. Rav Shesh is a different case. I can even tell you that the case that the outside guys put the ear in the middle into my Roshos. So therefore, the question is, if you put them to my Rishos, we should all be one large Rishos, and we should be able to carry with each other. Kegayin, what's the case? Shenas Nua, The reason is, because you put it to two different houses. Each outside guy put it to a different house in the middle Chatzar, and that's the reason why it's not all one Rishos. Keman, Kebeishamag. Like the Bini Rishami, the Tanil Rishos, the Raisa. Chamisha Shegabu, is a Ruben, five people collecting a hero. Again, it's the ability to take different chatiras and make it into one larger rishos. And they put it into two different vessels. Why is that a good Erev? Because that's all be together as one. The two different kilim is not a good Erev. So the Gemara thinks right now, our Mishnah, each outside guy put their Erev in a different house. It's like Erev. It's a good Erev. So the Gemara, what are you talking about? Keep going to Pina Beisil. I can't look over Beisil also. What was the Machlekes over there? Beisil was only lenient out of Bishnei Kalim and Bais Echad. Was when it was in two different vessels in one house. Abu Bishnei Batim. But if it's in two different houses, then even Beisil agrees it's not going to work. So in our Mishnah, since each outside guy put the ear in a different house in the, mid, in the inside, in the middle, Chatzar, Everyone will agree that the two outside guys are not considered one larger entity, so they can carry with the middle, but they cannot carry with each other. We had two Tarusim to explain the Mishnah. Rav Yehuda and Rav Shishis. Says Rav Acha, I have issues with both. It lines down. Rav Yehuda explains as if the middle guy put his ear with the outside guys. But says, says, asks, Ravacha, I don't understand. So, and I'm sure this is bothering everyone, and you're wondering, I just like sort of blew over it. Review this said, I'm sitting in the middle, I make an air with you, Reuben, on the right, I make an air with you, Shimon, on the left. Says, Mar, one second. I, the middle guy, made an ear with the outside guys. So I'm considered one with the outside guys. I'm considered one with Reuben. And then when I go make an ear with the other guy, with Shimon, So then I'm doing a shlichus for him. Let's play this out. I'm in the middle. I go to Reuven, let me make an ear. I take my bottle of wine, I take a loaf of bread, I put it into Reuven's house. So me and Reuven are what? One entity right now. Now I go, I say to Shimon, Shimon, I want to make an ear. I take my bottle of wine and a loaf of bread, put it into Shimon's house. When I put that bottle of wine and loaf of bread into Shimon's house, essentially I'm putting it in for myself, 
and for Reuven, because we're considered one entity. So now we should all be considered one larger entity, and again, we should all be able to carry with each other, and Reuven and Shimon on the outside should be able to carry with each other. Question on Rabbi Yehuda. Says It's like a case of five people dwelling in one chatzar, and one person gets to make an Erev, what do we learn? We learned that if one person is out of the Erev, everyone is out. So in this case, one person is certainly out of the Erev, because Rabbi is saying that each guy on the outside put his ear in a different house. Inside. So therefore, there's someone missing over here. So no one should be able to carry. So why are the outside guys allowed to carry with the middle guy? Amr So again, this was Ravacha, Brid, Ravavi, Ravashi, Ravashi, Amr Ravashi, Lodi Rav Kasha, Lodi Rav Kasha. Neither of them are questions. Says to answer the question. Since I made an Erev with the outside guys, and the outside guys did not go and make an Erev with each other, it reveals in their mind, what was the question? The question was, when I go make an Erev with Reuven, I'm considered one entity with Reuven. When I go subsequently make an Erev with Shimon, then we should all be one together. Answers Rav Sheshis, no. Because since the outside guys did not go make a room with each other, that shows us they did not want to have anything to do with each other. So when I'm in here with Reuven, I'm in here with Shimon, they're each singular entities, and therefore I can carry with Reuven, I can carry with Shimon, Shimon can carry with me, Reuven can carry with me, but Reuven and Shimon cannot carry with each other. Third's number one. Well, the Rav Sheshis like Asha, and you ask that according to Rav Sheshis, each one puts the Arab in a different house. Therefore, and therefore they can carry with me, I can carry with them, they can't carry with each other. Why isn't it like a case that someone is missing, the whole Arab should blow up? No, that was a kula that we said that in, that if one person is missing, we're not going to say it as a chumrah, and therefore it will not destroy the entire Arab. And we're going to stop over here, because the now is going to go along and say that this is all the opinion of Rav Shimon, and Rav Shimon, and that's what we'll pick it up.